Hello and welcome to the D&D 420 podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better dungeon master. I'm your host, Eric M. Hunter, and I am a struggling game master trying to tell a better story. Joining me shortly is Jimmy St. James. He is the creator of D&D 420 and an avid D&D fan with over 30 years of experience. We're diving right back into our bestiary with a character that I am not 100% familiar with, so I was excited to jump on this journey. It's the Jungle Dragon. Jungle Dragons. Jungle Dragons. Jungle Dragons. Also, they're known as Tree Drakes or Dendrican. Uh, by different societies. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, that's uh, uh, where where was Dendrican? That one, Dendrican is uh, hold on, I think I have that in my trusty notes here. <laughs> See, we're already I... starting. We're already starting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to hit this bong real quick. There that's you go. The, that's the thing. Is, uh, there you go. So, for those who may not know, um, the bestiary of Jim's whole homebrew world exists on D&D 420. Um, you can find the stat block, a, sh a short description, um, and obviously we're going to add to it. So we'll, you know, we'll add this episode of the podcast to the page. Uh, we'll have the art there and all that kinds of stuff and just um, certain different notes about each of these entries as time goes on. So it's um, it's meant to be a, a total package presentation. A total package. Yeah, the Dendrican uh, moniker is in Terradora and the Dragon's Claw. Whereas oh. just a regular, like some, some folks, the folks of Thysaria, the mainland of Thysaria, not necessarily the Northern Islands, um, refer to them as tree drakes. But most everywhere else, they're called jungle dragons because they're usually found in the jungles. Um, you can find Clever. You got almost all over my game world. So very similar to I didn't. We didn't take a big leap away from doing Detrith last week. Correct to this. So that this is still a Dex based creature. This is a challenge rating three, the Jungle Dragon. It's not like your typical dragon. It's more akin to a six foot tall or seven foot tall flying squirrel, where it has the patagia from that stretch from its. Uh, ankle, its ankles all the way up to its wrists that it can um, throw its arms and legs out and glide a little bit. And that's not so much as to fly from tree to tree like a flying squirrel as it is to leap from 50, 60, 70, 80 feet above and have a controlled descent upon its prey below. Uh, they are ferocious. They're nasty, nasty creatures. Um, they begin hunting in the early evening and to do so, they follow uh, game trails, climb into trees, and wait. And they wait. And they're very, very patient creatures. Uh, of course, as they get hungrier and hungrier, they will pounce on smaller and smaller prey. But they really, really love meat. They really love humanoid meat, especially if they can get it. Um, they do have a very low intelligence. Uh, they do not have their own language. In fact, they don't like to interact with one another at all one jungle dragon will rule over an entire terrain and that that will be their territory and now female jungle dragons will allow their territories to overlap with other female jungle dragons um, male jungle dragons will allow their territory to overlap over females but male jungle dragons will challenge any other male jungle dragon that comes anywhere near its territory to the death 
um, they will fight and they because they're not just fighting over hunting terrain they're fighting over the adjacent females as well um, the only real interaction that jungle dragons have with one another outside of that male on male uh, competition is mating beyond that that is it jungle dragons are 99% of the time solitary creatures so you, this isn't something that you can really stack up a whole bunch of jungle dragons I'm sorry did I say these were a challenge rating 3 this is a challenge rating 4 um, you can't really stack them up to get like just a upping it mid game we're, we're already upping it <laughs> already upping it yeah uh, it used to be a challenge rating 3 uh, back in 3rd edition when I created the 5th edition version I made it a challenge rating 4 and to be Quite frank, it's kind of on the low end for a challenge rating four, but it's definitely on the high end for a challenge rating three. Hmm. So if you wanted to give a little bit less experience for rather than what challenge rating four eleven hundred says, you know, it'd be okay to give a little bit less. They're they're not that tough for a fourth level group, but they are cool. They are very cool. Um I can't remember what else. What, what, what do you want to know about them if you're going to use them? I mean, them there? it's it's so the just the, the kind of go back on what you were mentioning about how they were living. Like it's fascinating. It's like they the females will allow them their territory to overlap because again, that's what this creature is. This is a territorial creature. It's it lives and sleeps and eats and that is it. It does nothing else. You know what I mean? Well, then yeah. you know fights if it has to. This um, is an alpha hunter. Yeah. This this so, is your lion of the territory. So it was important to to re, to reiterate that you're not gonna you're not gonna come across a group of these. It's only gonna you know it'll be a single encounter. Um, you may find important. you may find um, a pair going through a rating mating. Uh, <laughs> that's easy for you to say a mating mm. ritual. You may find a pair going through a mating ritual where where if you interrupt that, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with two of them. But they've lost there's a chance they've lost their best attack, which is that, that glide attack from above that pounce attack. Um, so they do, uh, the only, Oh, I, there is one time when they are young, they could be part of a litter in which case they, uh, Oh, okay. The young do stick together until adulthood. So you could find several of the young and the young have pack tactics. So, they fight best when together, but once they become adults, they spread out. Um, and they are so invasive. When jungle dragons are mating uh, near a city, where near a city, and they start their territory starts to butt up against a city or town, um, the only thing that that town can do in order to combat this, because you do not send your soldiers out to, to hunt these things and fight them several of them are going to die in the jungle dragon may get away and more than likely it will um, in its home terrain so that what they the only real thing they can do to stop it is to clear cut forest away they clear cut it for a mile or more in order to keep them at bay so i mean that's that's good because they have you know the town can have more timber um as well but that a lot of town, like when there's people are settling, a lot of times these towns will just go ahead and clear cut areas wide in areas that are known to have jungle dragons. When drive them out. Yeah, just to yeah. keep them. Because they're not going to come outside of their home terrain to t attack people. But, you know, in those type of towns and cities, rumors will go around about 
jungle dragons. Everyone will have known someone to have been um, have a ha- have a family member killed by a jungle dragon if there if a town butts up against that type of territory. Yeah, and um, again, kind of, I feel like another point that's very important here is that they don't fly; they glide. Correct. Because um, in terms of under its speed, it's forty-five feet glide. The jungle dragon must begin and end its turn on its feet, which again I feel is a very that's a huge change, and could uh, in terms of like how to approach the situation. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, if you are entering a territory with a jungle dragon, um, a lot of fighters have been known to carry their shields over their heads in those type of forests all day, no matter what the cost, no matter how tired they get, no matter how bad their arms ache, because that attack will come from above. Now, those are unintelligent fighters. Fighters don't often have the best um, perception score um, so it's 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 mildly effective I guess but that is that's what the commoners do you know whereas if you are an accomplished scout a ranger or a druid something to that effect um, it's going to be you know a little bit more effective just to keep your eyes in the trees not that you're going to see one because once they stop moving um I believe they get a plus five to their um, to their camouflage because they already have advantage on dexterity stealth checks while they're in a forested area or a jungle, right? So once they stop moving, they also get a plus five on top of whatever they rolled once they've settled in. So you're not going to see them. You're, you're not going to see them. The chances are so low, in fact, that you'll see them. And there's actually a misprint on my... um, Oh no, there is where? On my stat block. They have dark vision 90 feet. Um, Oh yeah. I think that the program I used to make this, when you click dark vision, it just automatically gives 30 feet. Like it defaults the 30? Yeah. I think it does, yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'll have to go in and try to figure out how to change that. But it is 90 feet that they have dark vision they'll when they go up into a tree that's about how high they'll go if if they have a good path for swooping down on the trail they'll go anywhere from 50 to 90 feet up into the up into a tree and just wait for something to pass on that game trail below and then pounce on it um they go straight for the head they will slash pierce bash the head open that is that fight with a jungle dragon is very quick if that doesn't work, they're not going to stick around very long. If they think that they're outmatched, they will jump right back into the tree. Um, in fact, they have a reaction that says when a dr- jungle dragon is reduced to fewer than one quarter of its maximum hit point total, which is 21 because it has 86 hit points, it can take a disengage action and move up to half its movement total as a reaction. So as soon as that happens, they will launch into the air. That's crazy. Yeah, they, get away, the, they get away quickly. I mean, just the just the thought of coming across something like that, what that would look like. You know what I mean? Yeah, they actually kind of have, if you're going to storytell this, their mannerisms are going to be that of, uh, similar to all of the Drakes in my campaign, 
each one is kind of likened in my mind to a big cat. So the jungle dragon is very much likened to a jaguar. Whereas the rage drake is more of a mountain lion. And so each one, you'll start to hear these tendencies that they have and think, man, that's a whole lot like a big hunting cat. You know, these big, great hunters, these alpha. Well, they're modeled after them. Um, you make them look a little bit like a dragon. The jungle dragon does have the head of a dragon. It does have the, the long claws. Another interesting factoid about jungle dragons is they have four hands rather than two hands and two feet. They're all four limbs end in very human-like hands. Of course, much elongated with long talons, but they have opposable thumbs on every at the end of every appendage. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> nightmare fuel. <laughs> it's it nightmare helps, fuel. Helps them climb. Um, Damn. Yeah, but they also, um, their, skin, their skin has like a kind of soft scale to it. Um, there are no actual scales that just appear scale-like. And since they have a dragon-shaped head, that's how they get their name. They're not actually dragons, or they're, dra they're drakes. Um, they have those scaled parachute-like membranes, the patagia. The patagia, I believe, is the correct way of saying it. Um, and and um, they have also very big teeth. So... Top to bottom, they have a good, strong bite attack. They have a good, strong claw attack. They have that big pounce attack. They are fast, explosive, just a couple of rounds of combat. Um, I like using jungle dragons to soften a group up when there's about to be a bigger fight. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Because, like, I feel like with, you know, the the possibility only of one showing up for the, for the encounter... You know, it's kind of a, he. They're kind of beefy boys for the most part. I mean, challenge rating four is nothing to snuff at. You know, but yeah. So this would be a this would be the warm up. This would be the trying to see how the team works together in combat situation. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good that's a good way to to look at it. By the time the group is level three, however, hopefully they've got that down. Not every group does, but um, yeah, especially if you start at level three. Yeah, if a group doesn't work well together, um, the jungle dragon is going to be a fierce competitor. It's going to suck. Someone could die because they're going to get advantage because they're going to surprise most of the time. Um, they have multi-attack. They have several strong attacks. They get their charge when they're pouncing. Um, yeah, they're just they're just rough. They're just really, um, really tough opponents. So do they have a growl like a regular dragon would? Um, or, um, more of like a, a like a, a growl, call, a growl hiss. They they aren't as loud as some of the others. They tend to not be as vocal as other dragons or drakes. So they have kind of a I don't even I don't even know if I could <laughs> emulate it, but it's like a <laughs> So like a growl-like hiss, almost like a great cat, but a little more guttural. Yeah. But they they so, don't use that very much. They don't. They're not really trying to intimidate their opponents very often. They might do it right before they get away, but that might be the only time you hear a jungle dragon because they're okay. So it's that. Silent. So it's not a tell. It's no. not a. They are yeah. They're they're quiet. They're ready. They're looking. They're predators. They're looking for prey. 
if you're lucky and they fail um they fail their acrobatics coming down out of a tree um then you may hear a crashing limb just before you're attacked Thanks for listening to this episode of the D&D 420 podcast. For everything D&D 420 related, check out dnd420.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us there on the website and on YouTube at D&D 420. Lastly, as always, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by telling another DM about the show and by visiting us on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and review. Thanks for subscribing and being a part of our work here at D&D 420. We will see you next week.